0: Hey guys, what the fuck is up? It's Silly and welcome back to No Blues. Today, we're talking about Prez Hilton, and this is something I honestly never thought would happen, but Prez Hilton has been banned from TikTok. And this is something that a lot of people have been wanting to happen. There's been petitions against him and people are honestly celebrating in the fact that he is no longer on the freaking platform, kind of. I mean, he's come back to make this new account of his because he got banned. I don't know if it's going to get taken down because he... Got taken down once and they just don't want him on the app anymore. But this situation is kind of insane because I don't know if you guys know Pres Hilton, but I grew up hearing murmurs and things about Pres Hilton kind of in this gossip online forum type of vibe. I mean, he was just always making random appearances and movies and TV shows and people just always knew him as the person that was like harassing celebrities, writing stories about celebrities, reporting on their lives. Very, very involved in like the Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, even Miley Cyrus. Like he just was super involved with you know, exposing celebrities. And I just always knew him as this person. And through this, he kind of made a name for himself as Perez Hilton. He just became famous for reporting on famous people and in turn became famous himself. I just knew him as that never anything that was inappropriate in a way that was like nasty okay i knew that there were times where people felt like he was out of line and he shouldn't say this thing about a celebrity or criticize a celebrity in a type of way but the things that i have heard and seen about his TikTok, i did not hear about this ever prior in my life i mean at the time where he was probably at his prime as press hilton I was probably way too young to even understand if people were calling him out for being inappropriate in, like, a really nasty way. In by nasty, I mean, like, making sexual comments towards, like, minors. Like, I didn't ever hear about that. But those are the things that have been said about him for the last year, I feel, on TikTok. And I just... I can't even freaking believe it. I mean, the fact that they even did this, that's a big thing. I think people have been wondering why they haven't done this with, Other people on the platform, especially like Tony Lopez, Zoe Laverne, people that have been called out for really disgusting behavior. think they've been wondering why they haven't been deplatformed or things like that, but now Perez Hilton has been. The crazy thing is, you know, we're going to get into more detail, but things that Perez Hilton were saying that people thought were nasty and inappropriate and just like, just terrible, those were made months ago. And so I don't really even know why suddenly he's getting deleted now. Obviously, people think that it's because they have been begging TikTok to take him down and they have been making these petitions and they're finally being heard by TikTok. So this all went down last week on Friday. That is when Perez Hilton came out and said that he has been banned. Banned from TikTok in this is obviously after a bunch of complaints from influencers, but he claims that he is completely innocent in this situation. He's never used the platform inappropriately and that he has not done the things that people are really accusing him of doing. And he got locked out of his account when he had 1.6 million followers, which is a lot of followers for someone that people really, truly dislike, honestly. Earlier when I was describing how he kind of rose to fame, He since has tried to revamp his old image of like coming for celebrities and it's really just been him on TikTok commenting on TikTokers, lives, social media stars, and just really making his whole brand going in on this new age of celebrity. And it definitely doesn't look good for him because he's 42 years old and he's commenting on people that are literally 16 years old. And it's not good and it's not like this commentary constructive criticism that he's been giving people it's like him shirtless and like judging other people and minors you know like it just doesn't look right sometimes the first instance that i ever heard of perez being you know inappropriate or people not liking him was when he came for charlie d'amelio and he basically made a TikTok where he was criticizing her and her parents for letting her wear the things that she's wearing and dancing to sexual lyrics of a song. Like she was in a bikini and a couple TikToks and he was just saying that it was not appropriate for her to be wearing that, for her to be dancing to the song and that he couldn't believe that her parents were letting her do that now Perez is a parent himself he has three kids uh, that he is raising himself he is a gay man he doesn't have a partner and so he decided he was going to have kids through surrogate but he does have kids but I just feel like most people don't like parent shaming I don't know most of the time when I see people mommy shaming or parent shaming it's behind like closed doors like they're just commenting and being annoying but to like get on camera and be like i don't know how her parents are letting her wear this and dance to this song i mean it just doesn't look good charlie is literally the most followed person on tiktok so going against her was definitely something that people did not like. And in turn, people started to look at him in a really creepy light for doing this, for judging her and what she's wearing and looking at her in this bikini in such a negative light and trying to make it something that it's not by saying that she's doing the sexual dance and the fact that she was 15 in the video. So this was like really the first instance of like me ever hearing him be like that on TikTok or that people were perceiving him that way on TikTok. I think the biggest scandal that really has happened with him and getting told that he's been making predatory content, which he disagrees. He disagrees that he's been making predatory content, but basically there was a video of this girl and he commented on it. And he said, all these videos are making me hard. And she said she was 16. And um, that's a little fucking disgusting so i mean he said that he has not made any type of like predatory content the the comments this comment i don't want to hear that i don't want to know what's making you hard that's like fucking disgusting i mean seriously like who the fuck says that what kind of comment is that who says comments like that you just said you look nice or something like that but this this makes it seem nasty 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 now this is just screenshots uh, from her tiktok that she posted saying that Perez commented on her tiktok and this is what he said obviously Perez I've said that he has come out to say that he has not said anything predatory or made videos that were predatory so you know it's not 100 if this is for real I want to mention that but this is one of the things that has been floating around that has been said is possibly one of the reasons why he's been banned or contributed to it at least it's contributed to the reasons why people do not like him there's also another video that he posted on his page and it's a video of him shirtless and he's, like, making, like, a masturbation joke. Like, he's, like, getting the lotion and he's, like, ready to do a rub down and I'm just like, oh, no, 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 oh no, no, no. Like, save it for OnlyFans or put it on Pornhub. We don't need to see that here on TikTok. Like, there's a lot of younger people on this app. No one needs to be seeing that type of stuff. It all just feels a little weird to me. I mean, he's saying that he has not been inappropriate on his TikTok, but basically when he found out that he was getting banned, they sent him an email and according to Insider, TikTok claimed he had violated the app's community guidelines for slurs and hate speech, nudity and sexual content and bullying. TikTok would not provide examples of the violations. But honestly, it kind of does sound like some of the examples I gave you. It really, really does. Even though a lot of those have been up on his TikTok for months now and they didn't get him in trouble until now. It just seems like that played a part. According to Prez Halton, he doesn't believe that he bullied anyone. Although if he did, he is sorry. And I'm just, I don't know. Maybe this masturbation video did get him knocked off the platform because they're saying like nudity and sexual content. But why didn't they just do it like right after he posted the video. Like it just seems like they kind of compiled this list of things that he was doing wrong and they like waited, they like sat and waited to finally ban him. And I don't know if that's just because people were like creating all these petitions and begging them to get rid of him. I'm not sure, but, you know, it wasn't just one thing they're saying that he did that totally got him knocked off. It was like a bunch of things. I totally see like the hate speech situation because he has said in the past, a lot of negative things towards a lot of people, judged a lot of people. And, you know, I know that I'm a drama channel. I make drama videos and I talk about people, but I would never be like, I hate this person. You should hate this person. This person is gross. This person is disgusting. Like, unless they are talking to minors or fucking around in this pandemic, I'm really not trying to be like, this person is gross. This person is disgusting. Like, some things are a little more serious than others, but I would never be like, let's attack this person. Let's send hate to this person. That's just not me. That's not what I stand for. I'm really just trying to, like, report on things that are going on, report on the news. Just like e-news reports on celebrity news. I'm trying to like report on this internet news. I don't know you guys, like this though, this is like, what are her parents thinking? She's in a bikini and saying that you're gonna get hard for someone like HS. This is not the shit that I'm down for, that's for sure. So the craziest part to me is that, you know, in the past, Prez has come out and really just taken a shit on Charlie D'Amelio and her parents. And he decided, I don't know why, that it would be a really good idea to post a video of himself crying and begging Charlie D'Amelio to help him get his account unbanned and get it back to him. He posted the video and he also tweeted it out saying, I am banned from TikTok dear charlie d'amelio please watch please help i am devastated truly i am begging please this is not right or warranted hashtag free perez hashtag perez hilton and he at charlie d'amelio and at literally every single tiktok twitter that there is my issue with this is that you know he has judged charlie in the past judged her parents in the past and i don't know what he thinks they are going to do for him with the way that he has judged charlie for what she's wearing in her TikToks, judged their parenting for letting her wear the things that she's wearing in her TikToks. Like, I, I don't know why he even bothered to ask her. Like, he could have asked someone else. I know she's the biggest person on the platform, but you've said some serious shit about her. There's no way that they're going to be open to helping you. And it's not just the one instance. Like, there have been multiple occasions where Perez has tried to criticize Charlie and also Dixie. He says that if he gets back on the platform, like, he will not... Criticize other creators anymore. I think that, you know, you can, you know, talk about people on the app. I see it all the time. People talk about the bachelorette. People talk about celebrities. People literally say, like, I met the celebrity and they were rude at the restaurant. But there is a certain line that is crossed when it just seems like someone is like attacking someone, completely hating on them. Judging them, judging their bodies and all this stuff. Especially when the person that is being talked about is a minor, it becomes a bigger issue. And I mean, TikTok has even come out and said that they aren't exactly banning him because of, you know, criticism that he's had over creators. You know, this is not normal type of criticism that he is giving. He's literally being called out for slurs or hate speech. And that is very different than your normal everyday commentary or just giving your own opinion. He is literally being accused of being hateful. That is a big issue. There's a big difference. Perez was trying to say to Insider in an interview that he believes that this is censorship, that you know, TikTok is not letting him express his opinion and things like that, and talk about other creators. But like I said, a lot of other people talk about creators all the time, and there's never an issue of being banned. Obviously, he was banned for violating other community guidelines. It wasn't just this. And I really just think that a lot of that just has to do with, like, some of the more inappropriate comments that he's made and the videos of him pretty much in the nude or, like, insinuating he was nude. Like, that masturbation video just really put it over the edge for me. Like, I wish I could unsee that shit for real. I really wish they gave specifics on the videos. I really wonder why they didn't. Because when you get called out, like, on YouTube or Instagram or things like that, they tell you, the posts that are getting taken down and why they're getting taken down. And I guess in this situation, they just took down his whole account. But he said he was like never given a warning. And that's a little confusing. Like he wishes that he was able to like kind of get the chance to get a warning. I feel like the whole entire app kind of gave him a warning and was like, don't do this. Like you should stop making content like this. I never paid too much attention to his account, honestly, just because... He did seem kind of like a hater but it honestly seemed like he didn't really care about the hate that he was getting and he wasn't taking it into account like how people were actually being affected by things that he was saying or how they were disgusted or disturbed or anything like that he was always just like replying to people really sassy or you know trying to reply with video and obviously was not taking very seriously now is having to take it very seriously because he's being banned but I think like maybe if he had gotten a warning, then maybe he would've realized it a little quicker. But now, I mean, the people in the comments try to warn you, but you didn't seem to care. So here we are in this situation. I don't know, you guys. I really wanna know what you guys think because a shit ton of people do not like him at all. I mean, I honestly don't feel bad because a lot of the things that I'm reading and seeing that he has posted in the past, it's just, I could go without seeing them. So if you guys are watching on YouTube, Let me know in the comments how you guys feel about this and if you guys are listening on any streaming platform, I do have a YouTube page for the podcast where you guys can comment and we can kind of have a conversation about this entire thing because this is crazy. I cannot believe this. Now, before we move into the questions and answers, I definitely want to address something that a lot of people have been talking to me about on Twitter. A lot of people have been messaging me because there's been a lot of drama channel drama that has gone on in the past couple of days. And truthfully, I honestly feel like the drama channel drama has taken over a very big and important conversation that was originally supposed to be had, but was not able to be had because it just became very personal and a lot of drama happen between channels. And obviously things were said on a lot of people's sides that were not very nice. And it just became a lot. And I'm not going to comment on any of that drama because I just feel like the main conversation got very overshadowed. But I do want to bring up one main issue that a lot of people have asked me in my DMs. And that is like, why do you follow certain people? Or why do you like certain people's tweets? Like They might have not said really nice things currently or in the past. And, you know, I just have to say behind the scenes, you know, not all of us are like super close. There's a lot of people in the drama channel community that are really, really close. And some of us who just kind of communicate with each other like we're coworkers and we're like, hey, we do the same thing. Like have a great day or whatever. We help each other behind the scenes. There are some people that have truly shown me immense kindness even if I've never even talked to them before. People that I have never even DM'd with who have shown me incredible grace in terms of, you know, as you guys know, I'm anonymous and I really do pride myself in like keeping my life private because just a lot of scary shit has happened to me and I don't need to get me or like my friends or my family involved in anything that could like, there are scary people out there. So I like to keep anonymous and honestly, There's been a lot of people who've not respected that. And there's been a lot of drama channels who have really helped me protect, like, my identity. And people that have just shown immense kindness in telling other people to basically, like, fuck off from trying to give away information. And those people, you know, I don't agree with everything that they say in videos or everything that they tweet out or things that they say about other people. But personally, to me... They've respected me and so I'm going to respect them. And that's why I reply to them or I like their tweets or, you know, comment on their videos or things, but it doesn't mean that I support every single waking word that they say in every single video or every single thing that they tweet. I like tweets that I like. Just that singular tweet doesn't mean that I like every single tweet that they've ever liked just because I like one of their tweets or two of their tweets. It just means I like that one tweet. So I just wanted to make that clear because a lot of people were questioning people that I follow, why I follow them, and just things like that. And it's truly just as simple as uh, they have just shown me immense kindness. So I want to respect that and I'm grateful and thankful that they have. And so I am friends with them or I'm cordial and nice with them. So yeah, I, I don't know. That's kind of just it. It doesn't mean that I'm like endorsing them or they're, you know, every waking word. But I definitely wanted to mention that because I got a lot of people asking me about things because some people were not speaking very nicely about other people and this week's shit that was going down. So yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't love everything that's ever been said or, you know, support everything that's ever been said. And like if I if I did, I would probably be like, I love every single one of your videos. I love every single thing that you say, but I've never said anything like that. But I just kind of wanted to get that cleared up before we got into the questions and answers. But I wanted to bring back the holiday questions. So we're moving into the questions and answers portion of the video, and they are quite festive, if I do say so myself. So The first question is honestly something that a lot of people have been discussing with me. Honestly, I feel like I've been getting this question a lot this season, and that is, what are my favorite holiday songs? I don't have just one. I have like multiple because there's like multiple moods for Christmas songs. There's like those songs that make you cry, the songs that make you nostalgic, the songs that you just like really like. I mean, let's just say freaking Jingle Bells because if you don't like that song, like what are you doing but my top songs are wonderful christmas time by the shins that just makes me feel so good and it gives me very good memories of like being home for christmas and just like hearing it on the radio and like being at home and like our christmas tree and everything that song just like gives me really good memories. I also just really like The Shins in, in general. I listen to a lot of their albums on repeat. A lot of the time it's very relaxing and calming. Like, I don't know, just like the vibe of The Shins is nice. So that one is a definite top contender. And then there's Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. This song, if you guys watched Cheaper by the Dozen as a kid, they play the song at the end, and I don't know why. But this song just became my favorite Christmas song because of that one part of the movie, like right at the end. I don't, I don't know why, but it just did. Everything about this scene, I was feeling it and then I was feeling the song and every time it comes on, it reminds me of this damn movie and I love it. So this is like my nostalgic song, I guess, like besides wonderful Christmas time. And then there's Christmas, baby, please come home. Uh this song makes me want to cry. It just feels so warm. Like I should be cooking Christmas dinner with this song on loop or something. It just makes you feel so cozy. And it's almost like too good of a Christmas feel good song because I just like want to cry when I hear it. It feels like I'm in a Christmas movie, if that makes any sense at all. It probably sounds so freaking weird. My like reasonings behind these songs are weird, but I don't, I don't know. It's just how I feel. It's just how I feel, you guys. Need to listen to these songs, seriously. And then my new favorite Christmas song, because obviously I feel like everyone comes out with Christmas songs like every single year. My new favorite one came out last year. It was in the Casey Musgraves Christmas special. It's called Glittery with Troy Sivan, and they released the like recorded version, the, like the not live version musical version this year and it's been the best thing ever the song is magical i think they performed it on like jimmy kimmel or jimmy fallon one of the jimmies and i fell in love i mean i love casey musgraves and when i tell you guys i have been watching troy savant forever Forever, ever, 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 ever since, like, before he even came out, I was watching him, and I was obsessed with him, and I loved him, and then he was like, I'm gonna be a singer, guys, and I was like, what? What do you mean? What the fuck? And now he's, like, been in movies, and he's had songs, and I- I, a song with Casey Musgraves, like, you guys, what- and now he has two songs with her, because they just came out with another one, but literally- Oh my god, I can't even talk. Glittery is my new favorite Christmas song. And then the next question that someone asked me was, what is my favorite holiday activity? So I've never grown up or really lived anywhere. There was like snow. So I wish I could say like, building a snow me out making snow angels and stuff. But that's really not it. I'd say that my favorite holiday activities are literally just like decorating the house and like watching Christmas movies and Christmas movies that I've like already seen before. My favorite one is The Family Stone. It is the best movie ever. Like a bunch of my favorite celebrities are in the movie and it's, It just is like a feel-good movie like it's funny but it's also like super emotional and it really hits you but i feel like it's just the perfect movie of emotions it i just love it i love family oriented movies um but i watch it literally every year because it is so amazing and yeah i just watching that movie is one of my favorite holiday activities besides like Cooking and baking cookies and things like that just it's the small things honestly that I love the most. um typically, during the holiday season, when I was younger, like we would always go on like a family vacation or something like that. Obviously, we're not doing anything like that this year because well, coronavirus, you know, actually, last year, you know I did travel for the holidays, and I wasn't even home. It was like not even in this country. I was visiting my mom's side of her family, so we weren't even in the United States, and that was amazing. That was seriously one of like the best times ever, and I wish we were freaking doing that again this year, and I feel like if it wasn't for coronavirus, we would definitely be doing the same thing this year, but hopefully when it's all over, hopefully next year, hopefully by next winter, we will be celebrating the holidays not in the States anymore, but Anyways, that's pretty much my little holiday activity rant. I definitely want to know what your favorite Christmas songs are, your favorite holiday activities down below in the comments. If you guys are once again listening on YouTube, I just love getting to freaking chat with you guys. And a lot of you have been saying, oh my God, I feel like I'm just like on FaceTime with you or like I'm talking to like my friend on the phone or something when I'm listening to this podcast and that means the fucking world to me like it means so much that you guys think about the podcast that way because that's how I feel when I sit down to like record these I feel like I'm just on the phone with my friend and I'm like bitch listen to the shit that just happened this week like you won't even fucking believe it like you won't even fucking believe it because I can't even believe it like you heard the shit about Perez Hilton I heard the shit about Perez Hilton let me tell you all about it yeah that's that's pretty much how it feels when I'm sitting down to record these podcasts except for the fact that like you know, when I'm like FaceTiming my friends or I'm on the phone with them, I don't have like notes in front of me to like make sure that like I don't get sued by like not getting all the facts right. But anyways, I love you guys. I love getting to chat with you guys. I'm freaking stoked that you guys like this podcast and that you guys actually listen. It's truly, it still blows my mind that you guys listen to my podcast and listen to me talk for 30 minutes long. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love getting to do this. So That pretty much sums it up for everything that pretty much happened since I last talked to you guys in the last podcast episode. Obviously, this Perez Hilton shit is just so insane. And if there are any updates, if he does end up, you know, getting to keep this new account that he has on TikTok, I will let you guys know because it's just weird that he got banned from his one account, but then could make a new account and they're going to like let him. They might as well have just given him a warning at that point because if he could just make a new account, then it kind of just completely erases the fact that they ever deleted his account in the first place. I don't know if he even learned his lesson, to be honest. I mean, he's really emotional and seems pretty worked up about the fact that he got banned, but who knows? I guess we'll see. But once again, you guys, thank you for listening to this podcast and spilling the freaking tea with me. I love you guys so, 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 so much. And I will talk to you guys next week in the next episode. Bye guys.